welcome to Upchuck Theater. We watch the nonsense so you don't have to. With Dustin Hummel, Rob Mikowski, and Aaron Krieger, we spare no film on our vomit scale. Come waste an hour or so of your life so you don't waste another one. Sit back, relax, and throw up. in your life the break you need is right here if you make the team pow. it's time to play rollerball it's the world's number one phenomenon i created a sport that you could thrive in and three players rule the game i told you it's the promised land four three one two three Cross, you gotta catch me first. the Black Widow. Just get out of my way. Marcus Ridley, hardcore. We play, we win. He's the angriest man in the game. Now we will all get big bonus mistakes to Jonathan and to release. Jonathan, they knew. What are you talking about? Here, look. One camera follows the action, and four cameras follow Toba 15 seconds Toba. before it happened. Nothing goes on in this place without you knowing it. Oof. Now, it was only a matter of time before one of these creeps realized that the tape would go up as soon as they got a little blood on the track. The world's most dangerous game. Have you thought about the girl? People disappear all the time. Will become deadly. Huh. And the only chance they have... What's it gonna be, us or them? ...is to fight back. Get out of the car! What you gonna do? Posing, 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 posing. Keep posing, 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 posing. Keep posing, 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 posing. Posing, 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 posing. Maybe getting out of hand. What? Maybe we should cool the whole thing off. No. No. You know that we're just a bunch of white boys right here. <laughs> Ugh. Roller ball. Ugh. Play the game. Posing, posing. Posing, 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 posing. I get it. Rolling, roller. Rolling. Rollerball.com. I'm going to roll out. See you guys. Give that, give that site some hits. Yeah, pick, pick something up for dinner. Oh, dear. Pick, I want a sub. <laughs> pick me up a sub. Oh, boy. Welcome to Chuck's Theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a short episode. Yeah, welcome. Uh, this is our, uh, I don't know, 15th? No. 15th official. 15th Ren, official. And we've got all those goofy little ones. Tonight we had Rob's Choice. Yeah. Which is our um, 2002 masterpiece. Oh. John <laughs> John McTiernan. Yeah, Rob's, Rob's two for two on picking atrocious movies and also box office failures. Yeah. So good for you. Yeah. Good this, for you. Yeah, this one uh, this one was special. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, as you could tell, it was Rollerball from our illustrious trailer. You just said that. Like you just said that. Did I just that. say that? I have a problem repeating myself. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Can you say that again, please? Yeah, yeah Rollerball. <laughs> Do it like Paulie Heyman. Rollerball! Um, so, yeah, we... <laughs> um, Dustin, Dustin. This is this is not our, our first quote unquote remake movie though. We've had no, uh, we've had a few. Yeah, we've had what House on Haunted Hill, House on Haunted Hill, yeah. uh, Thirteen Ghosts, Thirteen Ghosts, yeah, which uh, is your you know, my favorite. Two. And um, um, was there one other one? I feel like there was one other one that we had watched. Too. Mannequin. No, 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 but that will be remade soon. <laughs> I, I, I'm t- you know what? I want to remake. I want to remake Mannequin. I know you do. In a real way. Yeah, we I should. really do. We like, should. Yeah. 
should do that. In the cutthroat world. <laughs> Department Jameson. store fashion. Yes. Right. Yeah, she <laughs> looks like a mannequin nowadays. That's such a shame, too. Yeah, so, so, yeah, Rollerball is a remake yeah. of the 1975 yeah. classic. 75 with Jimmy Kahn, and also based on a short story, apparently, by William Harrison as well. Right. John, um, John Houseman, was it? No, no, I think William Roll- Harrison? Right? Well, yeah, the Rollerball murders. Murder, the Rollerball murders, murders by William Harrison. Yeah. He also did write the screenplay for yeah. the 1975 I actually read movie. that. I, I, read the I didn't know story. it was a short story. Yeah. I'd be interested, too. I think it was in... Uh, I forget what, what magazine it was in. Rollerball magazine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. Everybody's favorite. But it wasn't, it was, I forget which one it was in, but I actually I actually read it uh, years ago. Actually, I'd never even heard of this movie before. i never even heard of the original Rollerball. Original, okay. I was working at a place and... Uh, on the, was it the subway? No, it wasn't the subway. <laughs> no, I was working at a place... Um, Send me Johnny's! <laughs> <laughs> That's a story for a whole other episode. Um but we, we, that we, was we, last we, week. Yeah. Was it? Oh yeah. It was. Yeah. No. So, uh, but seriously, no. I was working. I was working. Don't remember that one, Rob? Yes, I <laughs> Mannequin featuring <laughs> drunken Rob. Yes, it's a good episode. That's Listen, brilliant. Episode. But seriously, no. I, I was I was working at a place um, manufacturing composite hose, and one of the older guys there. Oh, okay. He was a he was a straight hippie right back from the old days. Right. Hipster, if you're out there listening to the show by some odd chance, Let me how you doing? You. Yeah, it's definitely a salute you. So he he had mentioned to me, he's like. He's like, oh, one of my favorite movies of all time is Rollerball. And I'm like, what? I've never even heard of that. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's this amazing movie about this future sport. And they just you know, beat the crap out of each other, motorcycles and balls. I said, all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a pretty good movie. So right. you know, a couple of years later, I ended up seeing the original. And I was like, oh, that's, that's actually a really good movie. I mean, Jimmy Kahn, you know, it's a really good movie. And then I actually read the story. And the story is actually really good. The, the short story is amazing. I'm not surprised. Um, but then you have this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, so. And what, what what really... I mean, the real thing is, like, like why? Why remake it? Or just why no. this? Why this remake? But why? I mean, what's the point? I thought we were never going to ask that. Well, we would never I, ask why. Yeah, but I, I, think, I, I think I understand the question is, like, why... Why would uh, well? Why you're not you? you're not saying anything. You're not really doing anything. I mean, no. it's it's like a music video version of like <laughs> disabled American gladiators. <laughs> I mean, the first one's a social commentary and all this stuff. Right. This one's set in Kazakhstan, which is spelled weird. Yeah. Because apparently they were afraid of the country suing them or something. I don't know. Copyright. But I mean, there's no, I mean, you, if you're you going to copyright Kazakhstan. No. Yeah, sure. Okay. Country <laughs> yeah. Why not? Country sure. copyright. A despot. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, like, you know, if you're going to put it over there where, where there's obviously been a lot of strife and turmoil in that part of, you know, Eurasia or whatever with all the Central Soviet, Asia, all the Soviet union blocks and all that stuff. And why wouldn't you put it in as some kind of, I don't know. Why use an American team? Yeah. Well, well, mostly American. Except for Tolba. Yeah, two of them. Tolba and... Yeah, two. Two Americans. Two Americans. Two Americans who make more than the rest of the team combined. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) the first one was a social commentary. I don't know. I think this is one of those situations where they, again, they decided to take a classic movie, put a fresh coat of LL Cool J on it. And uh, yeah, try and make it palatable to young audiences of today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah this this coat of paint was in the irregular, <laughs> non remixable aisle <laughs> at Home Depot. <laughs> oh man! Well, um, quick rundown of plot. If if you can even call this movie having a plot, uh, it starts out with. Uh, an exciting street luge scene through the streets of San Francisco with uh, Chris Klein, our, our hero, mm. if you will. Jonathan. 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 At least that's what the mutants in Kazakhstan call them. <laughs> and, uh, mutant miners. And mutant miners, mm. yeah. So uh, he's, you know, he's flying through the streets of San Francisco. With the greatest of ease. With the five miles an hour. Yeah, exactly. Everything that's supposed to go fast in this movie just doesn't. Uh, right. You notice that? And, like, all the people on the bikes have, like, the same, like, Nikon camera. Yeah, Like, right? every single one of them yeah. has the same camera. He can't smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the San Francisco street loose scene? Oh, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. And they're and they're like getting major air on those San Francisco hills and just coming down with the greatest of ease. And it's <laughs> landing like, every one yeah, of them right, too. Right. It's like okay. Well, it's like eight and nine. Yeah, they stick every landing and they're two inches off the ground. Right, right. But uh, they alert the cops because mm. they're going way too fast. Yeah, they're yeah they're flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're flaming through the Castro exactly. district. They're registering on the radars of the San Francisco. Cops. So street luge is illegal in San Francisco. Well, well I mean, yeah. they, yeah, what else do they have to do out there? F. Murray Abraham is one of the cops. Obviously, <laughs> But what's funny is is our hero. He's a hot Wayne Gretzky esque. NHL prospect who couldn't get a tryout the yeah. year before. Yeah, they make that they make that comparison so many times. It's like, um, okay, we get it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nothing like hockey. And he wears all. like the old school hockey gloves too. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, right. Well, well, no, no, no. But but There's but I want to emphasize. I want to emphasize how they say that he's the hottest NHL prospect since Wayne Gretzky. And he can't get on a team the year before. Right. So he wasn't drafted. Right. I mean, he clearly was, you know, losing. Well, yeah, right. I, I think that was his, his rollerball persona. That's, that's the way, that's, <laughs> hold on. That's okay. the way they were touting him because they had to make him look bigger than, okay. Than I got you. Because okay. when he was, because when he was uh, here, he was basically, you know, a Pat Coletta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right, exactly. I was thinking more Tim Connolly. All right, either yeah, way. Exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, we get the, you know, he f- escapes the cops in San Francisco and manages to get pulled mm. into the um, the Porsche or whatever car um, oh, I LL left Cool J is driving. San Francisco. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Who, just, who, just, who just knows where he is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he just yeah. appears. Boom, yeah. here I am. Yeah. Grab yeah. the seatbelt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Grab, yeah, grab, grab that seatbelt. Oh, man, Malou's just gone. So he gets into the. Uh, into the Porsche, and LL Cool J's got an offer for him. He, he can't refuse. <laughs> uh, he's like, "Come with me tonight." Yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got like, a, he's got like a wedding invitation. Yeah, for right, him. right, right. Amazing. He's like, "This, this is gonna make you a star." And it's like, "Oh God, really?" But then that's what really They're paid threw big, me. apparently. So he gets out of the car, right, and he's like. Uh, I don't know about this. And no. then we cut to, and he's like this major star. No, no, no. Yeah, he goes back to his home. Oh right, we don't even see that though. Though yeah, he goes back to his home. He goes back to his home in San Francisco, and the cops are scouting out his place. Oh right, so he ha- he has no choice. He's got to be. Yeah, he's yeah, got to get the next plane to Kazakhstan. No, okay. <laughs> okay. Then, admit, f- then four months later, yeah, right. Four months later, he's the hottest thing. He's Jonathan, <laughs> and uh, Jonathan. Jonathan, Jonathan, right. Uh, so yeah, now he's a major star with the Red Horseman. Is that the name? Of the I I don't team? I don't care. I, yeah, it's yeah, red, it doesn't it, it's move on. The Red Horseman, <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> the Zambel Horseman in Kazakhstan. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. The Zambels. Um, I'm and, helping. Yeah, mm. no, no, I, no. I like that. It's your movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's um, now a major star. And um, they're like having this pregame psych up and talking about how they got their asses kicked the night before and all that <laughs> stuff. And like he's, he's Captain motiv- Ridley. <laughs> right, right. He's motivating the, the team, uh, the, the special uh, member of the team, Toba. To growl in his um, horse mask. You hang out. You hang tough out there, yeah, Toba. He's like, Rawr! You and, too, Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so it's like, okay, so now we we learn the game of rollerball quickly. With special needs rollerballers, right? Exactly. <laughs> From Paul Heyman, who's one of the announcers. Ah, yeah. Polly Dangerously. Polly Dangerously of ECW fame and. Uh, Rollerball fame, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he gives us a brief rundown of the rules, which is basically you do a figure eight around the track, grab go, a ball, uh, grab a ball, <laughs> do a figure eight around the track, go through, go through the, the ham- rabbit go, hole, go through the hamster tube, right, right, the hamster tube, which is going in the rabbit hole, and then you come down and you jam a ball into the. Uh, receptacle. You, into, <laughs> into the walk. receptacle into the walks, right, into the walks, and you score a point. Yeah, really exciting. What? So, yeah. Was it, were those the rules? I think so. Very good. Yeah, you had to make it. like 
You had to make, what, two full... Ro- you had to jump into the hamster thing, and then right. you had to make, like, two full rotations, rotations of the, you know, of the cancer ribbons, and then <laughs> you, had to, you had to, you know, you did something, and then you jumped, and you threw it into a walk, right. and then somebody cooked snow peas. Right, I don't right, know. right. <laughs> well, that was Wu Chow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's uh, mm. Wang Chung from uh, Sucker Punch. Um, so, yeah, we... Uh, the Upchuck Theater Podcast. podcast. <laughs> there you go. There's your mm-hmm. um, So, we, uh, yeah, so we learn the rules of the game, and then we start our first official match against... I don't even know who the other opposing team is. The Golden the Horde. Yeah, the Golden Horde. <laughs> okay. There you go. And um, they, uh, they start this match, and it's getting really in favor of Jonathan and... Um, and the Red Horseman, and then all of a sudden, there's we find out that there's uh, uh, like a, I don't know if you will the corporation that's watching it. And well, it's a, all about the ratings. They keep looking the at this real time global rating, right? And uh, whatever they got like the Nielsen score live, <laughs> and it's it's yeah. like four point two, and they're like, oh, that's not yeah. good enough. Yeah, we got to do something. Yeah, the Nikkei market version, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, we we see poor Toba getting on the field after he roars. Roar! Donathan! <laughs> and he comes out, and his poor his helmet gets ripped off by the opposing. No, team. it just gets like dinked off. It just oh, yeah, gets like dinked. flicked. Like, yeah, well, he hits, yeah he, he hits the one guy, and so it shows that he has something going on, like he can do right. something. And then the action starts going somewhere else, and right. that's when he gets his helmet flicked. Yeah, flicked off. And then the next thing we know, somebody takes the rollerball and straight up just like. Bone thugs and harmonies them right across the fucking head. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's just like just brains them. Yeah, oh god. Mm-hmm. And we see. Oh, that was my the worst shot of the movie. That slow motion from Chris Klein. <laughs> like, oh please. One more time. Drunk. And then yeah, he just brained. And then we have this like two minute you know whole scene of oh, where they just show the shots over and over again. Yeah, right. And then we see the ratings go up like like four points. And then they start manipulating the replay, so you can see that people are questioning how can we make this more lucrative. The guys in the box, the guys in the in the you know right. in, in the expensive seats. Right, right. But now the Red Horsemen are on their second wind, and they're, like, rallying around. Oh, yeah, he's, he smacks the glass, and yeah, the band exactly. starts playing. Wow, yeah, the home band. Right. The, the home, home team band starts right. playing. Right, and they start going around the track like the wild mouse at Martin's Fantasy Island. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just, like, going up. Roller protest. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's just psyching up with the Bob Marley trio. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. And then the next thing we know is they're just like scoring point after oh, point yeah. after point. Just decimating the other team. Decimating the other team and just like shoving their heads into the roller rink. And yeah. um, Well, it's yeah. nice that they were nice to the Dustin Hoffman of their team. I mean. Well, right. You know, I know. <laughs> Everybody has a rain, man. And um, so we, we end that match. They win, obviously. And like everything's, you know, it's okay. Um, no more cowboy hot dog right. dog shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they yeah. go back to their. Um, they go back to the locker room. They're all naked. And then the new guy, a rabbit. Yeah, rabbit. He talks, rabbit. He talks to girl who cannot see out of mask. Right, right. And yeah. then uh, little French guy. Yeah, and then Jonathan <laughs> goes. Hey, I think she plays for the other team. Oh, and then he bangs her yeah, like five right. minutes later. Exactly. So. I don't yeah. know. Good in a boiler him. room. Mm-hmm. In a boiler room. Well, and then they, well, they go, after that, they go, he's, you know, he's looking at all the, you know, everybody playing, you know, hot potato with their towels. And then they go out, <laughs> you know, like him, uh, Marcus, and like two of the other players have like really nice sports cars. Right. And then they, you know, they play, you know, they do need for speed for like 500 meters. Right. All right. To Turn. club galore. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that what it's called? Which surprisingly, like Jean Renault's character, like all the high money people, like that's where their base of operations is too. Of course. And then well, I would have my base of operations at Club Galore. I mean, <laughs> well, sure. I mean, who doesn't want to, you know, see gender neutral people in bondage garb? Right. There were breasts there. Dance. Oh yeah, there were. But then there were like the 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 S and M people, and the, you couldn't tell if it was a dude, if it was a chick. Yeah, they're just was, like that was weird. they're just like. Like, sort of gyrating. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. Even the one that was looking at Klein all seductively, mm, and he's right. just like, 
Uh, <laughs> and then the the foreign twins come up to Ridley. Uh, LL the Cool J's twins, the Valor twins, and they yeah. <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, I like it when you don't talk much either." <laughs> right, right, right. LL Cool J with the most uh, racist, stereotypical Kazakhi accent. Oh, I'd be right back or something like that. You know, we like, like Big American horses. Oh God, he's like, <laughs> well, I'm hugging like a horse. <laughs> like, oh God, are you serious? Mm-hmm. So um, the the action picks up with uh, while well, they they go into the VIP room and they meet Jean Reno's character. Well, because because one of the one of the other characters, sorry, one of the other characters shows the uh, shows Toba's you oh, know safety right. helmet, right, right. and says, the "Look, look, cut. the strap's been cut." Yeah. Now, how did he not uh, know that the strap was wasn't cut? Right, because it was like cut at the ear. Right. And how did he do a triple Lindy down the fucking rabbit hole without it falling off if it was cut? You know? Not, well, he didn't do a triple Lindy. And thus, and thus begins the real plot of Rollerball. <laughs> yeah. So they march up to the VIP room. Jean Renault's getting, like, tits in his face. And the other corporate people are, like, you know. Oh, like the female Lennons there. Yeah, like, right. Topless. <laughs> right. Great. They're sitting there. That was fine. That was all right, yeah. And, um... Then we find out that uh, you know Jean Renault and um, the other corporate people are you know having this big party because how they did you, won. How did you see this? Where did you find this? Where did you find this? I Where find out you? from the fat boy. I find out that the fat boy did this, and I'll have a word with him. And it's like, oh, okay, great, all right. That was a useless thing, anyway. So yeah, and then, then he's like back in the um, in the locker room, right? Yeah, and he sees uh, like Rebecca Romaine, like. Lifting weights and then like breaking lights. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, the, no, the security cam, right? Yeah, something like uh, that. Right. So the security cam was like on or something, and she like trashes it, and then they just start going at it and like forced missionary. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like up against the roller rink, wasn't it? <laughs> and then he like gets her on the ground. He says, "Hey, maybe next time we can do this in your bed. We're in sheets. Oh, I'd love to do it in sheets." It's like, oh god, really? Instead of the boiler room? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the, like the steam is just rising. Yeah, it was, like, it was as erotic as alone in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, at least we saw something in there. Yeah, Rebecca Romaine is a, I mean, yeah, she's, she's, a, she's an attractive girl. Woman. Rebecca yeah. Romaine lettuce, Romaine, Romaine lettuce, lettuce or ramen noodle, ramen depending on what part of the world you're in. So uh, yeah, that uh, whole thing happens, and then um, what the next. Next day, they're in this new, like, Dubai kind of area or Mongolia, one of the two. I don't know. They're, yeah, those are close. Yeah, yeah. same thing. And they're um, they're in their next match. And um, does anything nefarious go down here uh, in the second match? Or is it just, like, business as usual? Well, they're, they're just like, they're going along. The and motorcycle incident. Right, 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 right. Yeah, the guy tries to kill... Uh, Aurora. Right, he cuts her... Uh, what does he do? He, like, cuts the... The tranny, the transmission line or yeah, something? Yeah, and then, but what does he break there? I couldn't figure that out. What does he break in his... Well, in his he almost thing? breaks her face when he hits her off the bike first. Oh, yeah, right. And he, like, li- he winds up and cracks her off the bike. Fucking And then uh, he goes down and cuts her fuel line right. from, yeah, to the, the tank. Line, yeah. And then he has something, though, too. It was, like, a connector or something? Because then he, he breaks something. Oh, no, that's, yeah. that's uh, probably a, um, like, a starting... Uh, chemical like a flint or something like that. It looks like a oh yeah, one of those. Uh, oh, that's what he drops into yeah. the. Yeah, it's probably like sulfur okay. or what is it? Salt potassium. Self lighting, right, right? Potassium sodium or something like that. Potassium or nitrate. Or right, right. Yeah, 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 just drops it. As soon as it hits air, it ignites, and yeah. then it hits the gas, and then right. that whole thing. And she drives off, and she doesn't smell it right at all. Right, but yeah. luckily LL Cool J is there just to say. <laughs> gets her on the motorcycle. pulls her off and then he like goes flying up over the boards right right he upends it yeah. and then those yeah. must have been Canadian boards <laughs> yeah they're hard yeah. Yeah, they are yeah, yeah they were hard they had to be Canadian boards oh, oh no wait a minute now we skipped forward we yeah. skipped forward yeah because the incident before that when they were in Dubai that's when uh, uh, they, had the, they had the two um, the two men with the really nice hats on oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'll yeah, call yeah. them hats right right yeah. they were uh, unscrewing the boards <laughs> Yes, that's true. Yeah, they forced the guy into the boards. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, God. 
Yeah, these sabotages just get more and more ne- nefarious. Yeah. So, yeah, their ratings are, like, skyrocketing. Um, after LL Cool J upends over the uh, boards, he's taken mm. to the hospital. We get, we're going. We're getting out of here. We're getting out of here. We're getting here. out of here. Yeah, it's like, oh, there you go. And, um, well, they're starting to realize what, I mean. The, something's going on. Something, yeah. Yeah, well, the owner, the owner's clubs, or the owners are all realizing that the more their, the more their global, you know, global ratings go up, the more people bet, the more people gamble, right. gamble. and you and you're seeing that it's tied into the right. yeah. You're showing that because you can see the people. They, there's quick scenes where they show you know people counting money and just money, 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 yeah. money. And that's uh, all this thing uh, makes more and more and more and more and more. I mean, yeah. especially in like when they're showing like I mean, you talk about like the social commentary portion of it. You yeah, know, the the, fir- the social commentary in Rollerball the original was slightly different than it is in this one. Yeah, but in this one they show like. Kazakhstan has miners. Yeah, you know what I mean. And these miners are people. Yeah, people. Well, the people. But these yeah, the these people. miners, they're 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 working in these mines. They work twenty four hours a day, whatever the case may be. But they they as he says, they bet their ass on the rollerball. Right. Because <laughs> he has this kind of he has the conversation. Jonathan has one of the conversations with the security guards that kind of like. I guess watch him, protect him, or whatever when yeah, he's driving. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And he says, you know, why does why do you why does the country bet your bet their ass on the rollerball? And he says, well, we call it the Atlantic City syndrome. You know, yeah. our problem. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So these owners are realizing they can make more and more money, so they keep doing these more and more violent things, and the players are starting to realize it. Mm-hmm. But there's your plot. <laughs> yeah. Well. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. So, um, LL Cool J and Chris Klein have a little, um, heart to heart in the, um, Oh, yeah. In the in the hospital, Jean yeah. Renault's Man, there. Talk. Yeah, right. Jean Renault's there. Uh, you, know, you guys are going to be in practice tomorrow, right? Yeah, 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 yeah good. Uh, right, 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 right. right, yeah, a little whisper. They're rigging the game, and so. The next thing we know is they're taking a big rig. Yeah. And it's like the Avengers, and they're all like in, in costume. Right. In night vision. You know, all the poor, all of the, uh, like all like Tarkov's character, who was was a miner. Well, okay. And, you know, at the at the club a few scenes back, you know, they're talking, and and uh, Jonathan says, oh, is there a problem? He's like, you make a hundred times more than I do. <laughs> you know, but right. uh, but all of the poor... All of the poor teammates put together two wads of cash for him and LL Cool J, and they're American dollars. So they're uh, yeah, they're they're like you know ice road trucking it across the. Um, and then we get to fifteen desert. minutes of night vision. Oh my god! Yeah. It was it was a little excessive, and it was like Rob and I used to play Ghost Recon on the original Xbox, and that was what fifteen years ago, sixteen years ago, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And you know, there's a couple night missions, and so you could turn on the night vision, and it was like it looked exactly like that. No, right. <laughs> it was just like it was like poor, like three generation ago video game graphic. Well, this is two thousand one, two thousand two. Yeah, so I guess it's, it's the same technology. Right. It, was, uh, it was fifteen minutes of mint green flavor. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, there you now go. we have a refreshing mint green flavor as we're crossing <laughs> the border. So they're yeah into they're, Russia. Yeah, is that yeah? They're they're, they're on their way to, to Russia. Russia. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, and they're pointing at the map. Aurora's pointing at the map. So you can go here and you'll be fine. And then you can go here and you'll be fine. You can go here and she's covering like two thousand miles. Yeah, exactly. On a map, right, I'll right. just go here, here, or here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're they're in this big rig and they're going up, and uh, now we they realize they're being followed. Oh. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. We and, sh- and you can't tell what it is. It looks like it might be like jeeps and motorbikes right, right. and all this other stuff. And they're going 120 miles an hour on a dirt road. Right. And then he goes, Why can't, yeah. And how can, how come you can't go any faster? Go faster. And you've seen that the speedometer's all the way, right? Like over the 120, right? And they they figure, on a Harley. yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> they figure it's yeah. a it's they figure it's a Lexi or whatever. Um, the Jean Renault's character. Yeah, but then it turns out to be like one of those giant Airbuses. Yeah. It's like well, an right, right, gunship. Right. Yeah. yeah, the gunship. Comes. So then it deploys jeeps, and it's got the whole <laughs> right. thing. You know, it's like, and it's like, it's like the, it's like the, the, you know, the Delta Force. Uh, just a few more minutes. <laughs> you know, it's carrying like a whole unit of people. <laughs> of course. <laughs> like, yeah. So uh, yeah, so LL Cool J does like a, a fucking stunt down the mountain. Yeah. And, well, first, uh, uh, Alexi has his like right hand man 
fire mortars at them. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Right. And then, so yeah, so then the, the bike gets tipped over. Right. And then they're like arguing over who's going to go. Right. And, and Jonathan says, no, nah, man, you go, you go, you got kids, get out of here. All so right. I, be, I can make it because they've raised the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right, so the the border drawbridge into Russia yeah. over land. So exactly. of course he's able to to stick the landing. Of course, going twenty miles an hour. Yeah, on a Harley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then and John Renault's character says to his uh, his sniper, his sniper, let's see if he can make it. Let's see if he can make it. And then just boom, just drops him, and you know the bike makes it across the border. Right. So that's good. But Ridley is now Ridley is they got rid of him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Riddled. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so um, does one bullet shot make you riddled? Exactly. No. So Alexi uh, Jean Renault doesn't. Alexi Jean Renault <laughs> takes Chris Klein and throws him onto the hangar. Then and then, starts. Uh, did you really think you would? You know that turtleneck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you really think you would sca- escape? You know, guy liner. Oh, so much guy liner. Right. I mean, he's like like getting ready for a poison concert. I mean, just <laughs> uh. and then and then the deal comes out. Like uh, you do three yeah, like the more next matches morning, with me. Yeah, I'll give you hundred. I'll grand. give you hundred grand, and then you know I give you even a retirement match. You know, it sounds like a pretty reasonable deal. But Chris Klein's like, no, no. Wanna. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. I want. I want ownership. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, which enrages Jean Renault's character, and he just opens up the hangar, and he's getting ready to throw him. Like, to throw him out. <laughs> and then we cut to the next morning, and they're looking over the mine, oh, and right. then, like, his whole tone, the whole tone has changed. Like, John a ton just wants, like, a ton of perks now. All right. And he's like, and trade Aurora. Yeah, right. Trade right. Aurora. I don't want her gone. I, just I like her. Just, just, just trade her. Yeah, he's like, okay, Jonathan. People disappear all the time. I don't want disappeared. Oh. Okay, Jonathan. It's like, oh, God. It, that scene was really just off-putting. It was, like, too long. Oh, that scene. Yeah, well, yeah it was. Like, though. That one just dragged on, like, endlessly. Right. Yeah, it was... It's like okay, like all right. So then we so then we cut to uh, the night of the final match, right? And uh, Jonathan, Jonathan, we heard you were in a rock climbing accident. Oh, <laughs> Nothing can hurt me. Where's Marcus? Oh, Where's yeah. Marcus? You guys are always together. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he dead. You notice like how all his facial like scar, like his cuts and stuff, they're gone. Yeah, right. They're right. just gone. Yeah, he's like, yeah, okay. And then. Um, we we get like the uh, side cut to Aurora, who has now been quote unquote traded, traded to the other team, and you know she's suiting up, and, and she uh, keeps like trying to look at what's going on. Yeah, right, right. She keeps getting like you know thrown into the you know, thrown into the lockers exactly. and all this other stuff. And, uh, it's, uh, yeah. So yeah, the final match starts, and then. We, uh, you know, it's business as usual, but then there's an announcement that, um, no, no, no rules. Basically. There's going to be no rules. So, um, Paul, like now, not Paul Heyman, but who comes to the conclusion is like, Oh, they're going to kill him. Well, one of the other players. One of the players on the whole right, team. Right. Oh, they're going to, ki- they're going to kill somebody yeah. tonight. It's like, well, that's a fucking jump. It's like, well, well it's, he's kind of like saying it to himself, right? Well, like, right. Uh, uh, muttering. Yeah. Right. Well, now, now what is so? What did you guys? What did you guys think of the um, of the final actual match? Like how that was shot? Because it was definitely more intense than the oh, other yeah, ones. Yeah, I actually totally. didn't hate like the action of the final match. How did you guys feel about that? Yeah, I feel I feel like the ending match was probably the the most exciting to watch. Yeah. Um, I I just think that's probably because of the. Um, the action and the the brutal hits oh, that yeah. were in there because yeah. the other ones were just like them very tame yeah. yeah right well they're rolling through the hamster wheel and yeah. they're throwing balls that's pretty much yeah. it but uh, Rob, yeah. what'd you think of the last of the last match oh the last the last match was interesting I thought all the matches were almost kind of interesting in, in itself I mean you could have a whole movie just with that. I thought they were, you know, yeah. interesting. The hits are, are hard. I, t- I tell you the truth, I I wouldn't mind seeing that as a real sport. I'd watch it. Yeah, I, I was. I mean, <laughs> well, it's mixing a couple different things, right? right? It's mixing like roller derby and like American gladiators and like wrestling, I guess, wrestling right? Mm-hmm. With like field hockey or some shit. Yeah, uh, lacrosse, ditch lacrosse, digging, ditch. 
12. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so, and, then, and then, you know, as this goes on, and it's very evident that, you know, someone is going to be killed, right. people from both sides kind of start saying no. Well, Alexa and, rolls rolls Jonathan and she like gets on get top out, of get him out, and she's get like out, yeah. yeah you know shit's gonna go down yeah. and then the next scene they take their whatever the what are they the shot puts or what the fuck is lacrosse it? shovels like, yeah right yeah their hovel their, their shovel things and they start like going full bore start slicing mm. players and they start well, in the in the pregame in the locker room you, the Aurora was actually trying to oh, see right, them. Right, right. See, right, yeah. And they're bringing sharpening those, one? Yeah, bringing in those yeah. uh, sharpened, sharpened, whatever sharpened sticks. shovel sticks or whatever shovel those sticks. are. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it was just... Uh, so, yeah, it goes, like, full-blown, like, murder ball now. And, uh, it's a better sport. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so the next... It, the whole ending match, and then it's like... The, the death the death sequence between like the road warrior hawk of the one team versus uh, Jonathan uh, Jonathan are they're going like fisticuffs and yeah, like yeah. really blasting each other good old fashioned uh, hockey fight right right and one of what one of the red horsemen breaks through the glass. Mm-hmm. And Denny. then it like incites a riot amongst the crowd, and they're like, "Don't you know what's happening? They're going either they want him to get killed, you know, yeah. like you're being manipulated." And then the Mel Gibson fan stands up, and he's like, <laughs> "No, <Or> Jonathan." He gets shot by the cops. Oh, right, right. The, yeah, because yeah, he's going over the board. Right, right. right. Yeah. Gets shot, and by then him. and then because he's got the connection to the miners, right? They won't sit down anymore. Exactly, and yeah, and and they're like full behind Jonathan, and they're they're just cheering Jonathan, Jonathan, and they just go ape, and and they rally him again, and basically Chris Klein. And he throws rollerballs through glass right, and right goes right for Jean Renault's character. Does he? Does Jean Renault pull out that he pulls out a gun, right? And no, then, he doesn't. He doesn't get the gun till the very end. Because there's the whole scene okay. before that where the well, one of the other corp guys takes yeah. out a gun and he gets the rollerball. Roller that <laughs> Rob loves that with the slow motion hand. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> and the metal sound exactly. <laughs> And just knocks the guy down, and uh, Jean Renault goes into his bunker <laughs> with the his pool bunker, his pool bunker, his pool hall bunker, bunker. and uh, he's going for the shotgun. Yeah, but uh, he can't find the key, so right. he he breaks off the stock and just cocks it <laughs> and fires like two shots. Right. And of course, uh, Jonathan, the stool that he's using. Just absorbs. The oh right, shot. right, right, right. Yeah, the bar stool, the bar stool shield that he's taking from like just, twenty feet. He just oh absorbs and he just beats him to death yeah, with he it. Just cranks him. And then Sanjay comes Sanjay, in, yeah, right? His and little says uh, and the lackey and says, "Oh, he was looking for these keys." And well, you know, you take over for you know, despot dies and somebody takes his place, and then he gets shot with the shot with the with the shotgun, the, yeah, the stockless shotgun, stock, the stockless shotgun, yeah, and then. And then uh, that's that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Except we fast forward to now where Aurora and um, uh, Jonathan are reunited. Oh, yeah, still on rollerblades. Still on rollerblades, and uh, he gets into the back of her truck, and she's like, "Now we go to my place where there's sheets and a bed and a bed." Ah, and then the last shot is of him. But it's a freeze frame. It's just a freeze frame. <laughs> and then Rob Zombie kicks in. And that's never going to stop. And that's the movie. And that uh, was Rollerball 2002. <laughs> you fuck. Ugh. So, um, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. You know, this. It's a loose remake. Like uh, the yeah. other ones that we watched, they're loose remakes. They're not like scene for scene remake because I don't think. Well, here's here's some interesting production notes. So the yeah. first draft of the script was considered to be very good and even superior to the original film. Right. Director John McTiernan didn't like it because it focused more on social commentary, mm. while he thought the audience would like to see more of the rollerball scenes. This is why he had the original script be completely rewritten several times and made sure it focused more on WWE-like showmanship. 
The movie was filmed in about 15 weeks. In 2000, McTiernan's first cut, which was over two hours long, was test screened in Vegas around April or May of 2001 and got a very negative response from test audiences. The release date was pushed back to July, in July, in order to test the movie again. Harry Knowles from Ain't It Cool News was invited by McTiernan for a test screening in Long Island. Ain't it cool? And... <laughs> and in his review of McTiernan's original cut, Noel said that the movie was bad, but at least was an unapologetic hard R with lots of nudity and some really brutal violence in the rollerball scenes. But even as a work print, it was obvious how badly the scenes were edited and the story was bad. Right. The rollerball edit I saw was one of the worst films I'd seen in my life. There was <laughs> jeering in the theaters, Noel said. Holy shit. He was also one of the people who read the original first draft that McTiernan rejected. And he said that it was an amazing script, which solved all the problems of the original film. So then MGM ordered massive reshoots and edits. Okay. Uh, they, they appointed a new head of marketing and distribution, Robert Levin, who convinced McTiernan to let go of the summer release. Better marketing strategy, do reshoots, and re-edit the film for a PG-13 rating to get a wider audience, which PG-13 is like the least... Ever was that what this was rated? Yeah, yeah. Even with the the boobs, yeah. I guess the release date was then pushed back all the way to February two thousand two. Additional footage, clarify scenes, especially the film's ending, and cut down the violence and all the nudity. (laughs) Uh, Which I don't know. So maybe we saw an R rate. I don't know. You think it was uncut? Maybe. On orders from the studio, around thirty minutes were cut out of the original rough cut of the film, and the entire ending was reshot and changed. But they had to make sure they put that. The freeze frame in. Some of the cuts were made because MGM thought that the movie was too Asian. (laughs) In the original ending, Petrovich gets killed by Sanjay, and Jonathan and Aurora fly back to the U.S., during which Jonathan says he will continue the rollerball game in the U.S., and now he is part owner of the game. Uh Um, Some of the scenes that were cut but were never put back later, even in DVD and Blu-ray, this made it to Blu-ray, so-called R-rated versions of the film include lots more blood in the rollerball scene, skulls getting smashed, nice. bones getting broken, nice. a scene where Aurora is topless and walks toward Jonathan in the locker room originally didn't have a shadow over her. Their sex scene was also longer, <laughs> and so was their conversation in the sauna. Oh so, I mean, it seems like we, we could have had a really interesting, pulpy you know, movie. The infamous night vision sequence was actually a reshot version of the scene. Oh, God. After realizing they shot the original version to look too dark, they had to return and reshoot the entire sequence, delaying the movie's release for six months. Oh, my God. Oh. It took LL Cool J to act. <laughs> but due to the budget <laughs> issues, it couldn't be finished properly, so it was decided to add green visual to make it look like night vision, even though it makes no sense for why this scene would have that <laughs> look. <laughs> and the original okay. score by BT, by Brian Tranzow, yeah. was also removed because it sounded too Arabic. <laughs> hey, these are my kind of people. Also, some... <laughs> Also, some of the other music was changed or removed from the first cut of the film. And then on the 13th Warrior, McTiernan also had problems with bad screenings, which led to Michael Crichton taking over direction. Oh, jeez. And this was heavily crit- uh, heavily panned by critics. <laughs> and John McTiernan went to jail. He made a false statement to FBI investigators in 2006 about hiring a private investigator, Anthony Pelicano, to illegally wiretap Charles Roven, the producer of the film. Uh, He'd been in a disagreement about what type of film it should be, and he hired Pelicano to investigate Roven's intentions and actions. What's wrong with that? Yay. Oh, God. Well, yeah, I I agree that this... uh, Yeah, you know what? It just didn't make any sense. Whereas the ori- I mean, the original to me is a classic. It's you know that the whole social commentary portion of the film was actually interesting, and the social commentary in here, if you can even call it that, was just boring. And ugh, I didn't care about it because it was Kazakhstan. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe if they had said it in the U.S., I would have cared about it more, but I don't know. You don't care about third world countries? <laughs> no. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no? Yep, Chuck Theater Podcast. I would venture to say that the loose scenes in the movie were probably the most exciting. No. No? 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 Yeah, you're going to go with the roller, the ending rollerball scene? Oh, yeah, that loose scene was, was real hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I mean, let's let's, let's face let's it. Just, let's just move on. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I hear street. I hear San Francisco street luge. I think of other things. I hear San Francisco. I think of other things. Here we go. Yeah, but um, you know, we uh, uh, badly. It was just miscast. Um, you know, I I don't believe Chris Klein is a leading man. Oh. I don't. Uh, wow. <laughs> I and to be honest, really? I I don't mind LL Cool J. I I don't think this is like this is when not, he was like at the height of his right. like movie right, stuff right. before he got into. I don't think he was the problem or whatever. Rebecca Romaine, she's mm, right. okay. Yeah. Uh, Jean Renault, I mean, paycheck. Yeah. That's all it was. That's about, that's about I it. I mean, gosh, he... People who like this movie also like <laughs> Battlefield Earth. Oh, dear. Urban Legends Final Cut. Oh. Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Of course. And, of course, Ballistic X vs. Summer. You know, that's that's a repeat. Uh, like 85 times. Right. Ballistic and uh, Battlefield Earth. <laughs> 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 uh yeah, I I don't know. Um, Movie cost seventy million. Yep, and it grossed what twenty five point nine. So this is like what was when we went through the box office bombs again. What was the other one that we were um, looking at at that time? Um, it wasn't Alone in the Dark. It was after. It was a Ghost of Mars. Ghost of Mars Ghost lost of a Mar- shit ton yeah. of money too. And it was made for something ridiculous like 70 or 80 million. I mean, this has a 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. Horrible. Uh, Rollerball looks like a checklist shaped by a 15-year-old mall rat. (laughs) Thrashing metal, skateboards, motorbikes, cracked heads, and Rebecca Romaine Stamos with her top off. Pushes the Hollywood action movie to stratospheric new levels of incoherence. (laughs) Um... The film was wrong, delayed, and much altered in post-production, and it shows. Uh, Rollerball was rigged to play as a critique of corporate media's ruthlessly sensational tactics overseas, that is. But even a junior high hockey goalie could recognize it as a cheesy product of such sensationalism itself. Washington Post Michael O'Sullivan said a turbocharged remake that should alienate no fans of the adrenalized... 1975 original, and that post no longer exists. And because it's a lie. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's just it's just weak. Well, of course, John McTiernan directed Predator, Die Hard, Hunt for Red October, yeah. uh, Last Action Hero, uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance, and uh, The Thomas Crown Affair. Yeah. Uh, he did Basic... Rollerball. I mean, he did some really good stuff in his early, you know, his his early movies. He was I mean, born in Albany. Hey, yeah, New Albany, York. New York. Basically, another John Carpenter. Stater. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's that's a fair uh, assessment. Well, I mean, you know, to his defense, the whole wiretapping, whatever, uh, Rollerball Gate. Mm-hmm. Um, Good for good for him. I mean, at least he's trying to stand up for the integrity of it because I'm sure, like everything we read is true. I'm sure the original script is better. Yeah, but he didn't want that. Oh, he didn't want it. No, he wanted this. This is his. Wow. All right. Sorry, uh, well, he lost. Uh, my circle gets the square. Uh, <laughs> Rob, tell him what he's won. <laughs> Another viewing of Rollerball uh, by himself. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's all right. I, I might watch it again. Of course you will. <laughs> of course you will. I, uh, I won't be there, so you, so, so you don't have to worry about paying attention to what other true. people say. That's true. Um, yeah, I. Uh, I think if I had to give it a rating, though, it, it would be. Oh, here a, we go. It would be a four. I'm not gonna give it a full on five because no, 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 no. Because no, I agree no. with what you said. I I like the uh, the ending action sequence. 
I like the beginning luge scene. <laughs> and I like LL Cool J. Luge. Yeah. <coughs> I um I ease I think that LL Cool J Luge Luge Cool J. Yeah. <laughs> LL Cool Luge. Um I think yeah, I think he, he held his own and he was he was good. So yeah, four. Good sound four. Wow. Yeah. The only thing that I needed was a better soundtrack and possibly um, Nothing Gonna Stop Us Now or something. <laughs> Dana, Dana Stubblefield. <laughs> Dana Stubblefield. Was that a push it over? <laughs> that would have been great. Clearly. Dana Stubblefield is Toba. Would have made this. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I would have been, been good with that. Rob, what do you got? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a two. No, no. <laughs> Good for you, man. I like yep. That. Here's your coup d'état, boys. Of course okay. you are. Hope okay. you enjoyed this one. <laughs> Here's your coup d'état. I'm no, giving no, it. I'm no. giving it a two. I just want to hear the reasoning. All right. I, I love the two, but I, I know you do. Of course there's, you do. There's a lot of reasons, actually. Yeah, of course. Um, now, of course, obviously, I love the original movie. I love the original Rollerball. Great movie, but it's a. It's a it's a thinker movie, mm. okay. It's one of those where you sit down and it's it it's the first lower ball is designed to make you think. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all it is. It is nothing more than a social commentary. Right, right. It's designed to make you think. It's along those lines of like some of those great movies that are like that, those thinker movies. I I wouldn't even consider it an action movie at all. The original roller, right, mm-hmm. right. This one, <laughs> it satisfies my weird, silly needs. All right. Mm. It has a good amount of violence, which apparently there was more, which I would have rather seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? The rollerball scenes themselves, to me, are fantastic. I think those are great. I want to see this sport Sport. in real life. I want to see this. I would watch this. Uh, It's very close to WWE. I am a professional wrestling fan. I do enjoy it. Paul Heyman is in the movie. I think he's a great character, whether he's in the ECW, the WWE, or in this movie. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. what he brought to the table, it sounds stupid, but I thought what he brought to the table as the announcer, that's an underrated character. He can can cut a promo like nobody else. Absolutely. And all his scripting and everything was so... like. I don't even know if that was his script or that was him just being honest. Just riffing. Just riffing off of it because he was so vocal. And so you can see a lot of where he was in the ECW Mm -hmm. in this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. The soundtrack, there are some really terrible parts of the soundtrack, truth be told. But at the same time, there's some really good songs. I like Rob Zombie. I'm a big fan. I like Slipknot. I'm a fan. I thought that was... So, yeah, Slipknot, I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah, anyways. So, um, now, granted, Chris Klein, terrible. I, I have to look past that. I have yeah. to look past Ridley. Rebecca Ryan Stamos, I don't care. You know what I mean? I, I mean, yeah, she's attractive, but that's that, that isn't even what it is for me. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I thought Jean Renault was a great character. He's an absolute perfect scumbag villain. Yeah. I, I liked his character. Yep. He was brilliant. Like he would talk to them and tell them everything and how good they are. And, you know, you guys are my heroes and this and that. If they, I want them watched. If they take a shit, I want to know what it smells like. He's a scumbag. <laughs> that was a great He's line. fantastic. Yeah, he was. And was. Denny's character is great. Mm-hmm. The minor that made good. Nope. You know what I mean? Now, besides all the action and all like that, then you get down to the social commentary. Right. All right. In a third world country. It doesn't. It the social commentary isn't hammered on you like it is with the original movie, but it's still there. It's undertoned. You still get it. You right. still see it. Right, right. You understand what it is. The whole scene when the when the security guard steals like the shawarma or the hot dog from the guy oh, and he yeah. slaps the guy. <laughs> that was a good scene. You know what I mean? But it's uh-huh. that the whole scene where there's like the riots and and right. her and the guy are trying to find the the camera guy mm-hmm. and the riots overtake the street. And they they destroy his vehicle. Oh yeah, there's that whole thing of the social commentary in there, and it's it's not overly heavy heavy handed to you, Mm-mm. but it makes sense. Right, you can see how something like this, especially in that part of the world that had to deal with so much corruption during the Soviet Union days, mm-hmm. it's still prevalent today. Or at this God, yeah. at this mm-hmm. point, I mean, the Soviet Union fell what 1990 somewhere on there. Mm-hmm. So. 10, 20 years later, 10 years later, 12 years later, it's still there. Right, right. And that's part of that commentary. Right. I 
for me, it's yeah. Granted, it is a terrible movie. I'll I'm not going to deny that. But at the same time, it satisfies my goofy kind of needs for that kind of criteria. Yeah, that kind of sport. I mean, I want to see that in real life. I'll I don't know. I got to give it a two. I'll go with that. Aaron, <laughs> are you thoroughly disgusted by my two? No. No. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Darn. But yeah. now, now I have to preface this. I I didn't pick this. Because oh. I was giving it a two. Oh, okay. I want I want to make that clear. I didn't pick this because it's gonna be a two. I picked it because it's a terrible movie. Well, okay. I mean, we know that. I mean, Rotten oh, Tomatoes yeah, yeah. gives it a three. It, it it failed at the box office. Got it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But you know, I didn't want you to think the three. So I think this one was that. Okay. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Here we go. No, it's 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 a five. It's horrible. Yeah. Nice. Really. Total five. That's it's a total five. Yeah, there's no. The, it doesn't matter. the the last The last the last roller sequence is good. Okay. The other ones are not good. They're poorly shot, poorly edited, very weak on the violence. the uh, The last one really hits hard, and I and I really can gravitate to that. The other ones, I don't think. I don't think so at all. That's not even a half a point for no, you? No, it's not. <laughs> Rebecca Romaine, I've always been actually kind of a fan of her. I find her very attractive. Um, she did a movie uh, with Brian De Palma a couple of years after this. Really? Where she's, uh, it, and it got, it got panned by a lot of people. I thought it was actually very, very good. It has its, it has its champions. I've only known her for X-Men movies. Was she in other yeah. stuff? She's, oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, she started out, of course, as like a, you know, like a model or whatever. Okay. Sure. You know, but, uh, she's done, she's done a lot of stuff. And I don't, I don't portend that she's a great actress or fabulous this or that, but she did this one movie and I think it's in 2006. 2005, 2006, where is it? With Brian De Palma. Why can't I find it? But she was, um, oh, Femme Fatale. She did uh, this movie okay. called Femme Fatale. And I, I thought Femme Fatale was great. It got trashed by most critics and all that kind of thing. I thought it was, I thought it was excellent. The 2002, same year. Same okay. Year. Um, that she doesn't save it for me. Um, you know, LL Cool J, I've always liked him as a performer. He doesn't save it for me. I think the script is terrible. I think it's, it's poorly edited, poorly shot. Script is awful. The soundtrack's 50-50. You know, Rob Zombie, good. P.O.D. No. Um, you know, Fear Factory's not in it. I didn't hear Fear Factory. Really you know, I mean, I don't know. The soundtrack was never officially released. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, this yeah. You know, um, you know, there there are a couple good things in this that normally would save like a half a point for me. No, this is utter trash. This is this is it. No, it, it's a five. I didn't have fun with this one. No, yeah. I didn't have fun with it. I mean, we laugh and we joke, of course, as we do. I didn't have fun with this one. It was just uh, no, no. It's a five. Wow. Done. That's it. Terrible. Un- unacceptable. <laughs> nope. Right. Nope. Well. This is one of those bad movies that I like that we talk about all the time. Like a bad movie that I like. This is one. Yeah, I, I think we're well. I think we're kind of all over the board on this one. Yeah, um, really are. It's yeah, you know. I mean, I, I mean, I guess, I guess if you have an hour and a half to kill, no, <laughs> watch something else. Watch it. No. <laughs> No. Watch the original. At yeah, least. yeah. I'll definitely. tell you what. I would be curious if anybody that's listening watches this. I would be curious to see where anyone else would fall. Yeah, I would be. Yeah. You know, you know. And, if, the, and if you watch the original or not. Right, right, right. Well, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. California Dustin, I have no doubt you just love, just love this love movie. Love this movie. This movie. <laughs> I have no doubt. Oh, I have no doubt. Eric, it. you love this love movie. It. <laughs> love it. Guaranteed. These are my people. Oh, man. <laughs> so. Well, good. I can't give it a one, but. Yeah. They will. <laughs> sure can give it a two. I will give it a two. <laughs> this is my two. <laughs> hey, hey, and that's fine. I. This I, coming from Dustin, who gave a two to what again? Thirteen. Thirteen. Ghosts? Go. I would rather watch Thirteen Ghosts than this again. <laughs> oh, whoa! That's that's bold. Whoa. That's bold. Uh, just yeah, I, I agree with all the points, but I, I can't give it a full on five just because of those saving graces. No? Great. All right, Aaron. Can you give it a half a point for those cars? Nope. I don't. I don't care about <laughs> cars. When have I ever cared about cars? I don't know. No. I thought you liked the Shelby's. 
Shelby. Yeah, I like the bullet. I like the bullet, like oh, 1967 Shelby GT. Well, though, though his car, we were saying it looked definitely looked like a Mustang of some some kind. What'd you call it? The Kazakhstang? Yeah, the Kazakhstang. <laughs> yeah, the Kazakhstang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, no, I, I I don't Fair care. Enough. This one, no, this one just rubs me the wrong way. No all-terrain minivan. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. In a, in a lot of different oh, ways. Oh, uh, popper there. Um, yeah, I need some poppers in for those. Do you like a popper? Do you like a popper? Um, All right, well, that yeah. was a fun one. That was. Hey, I, I think we've. This is just cast <laughs> off. What's been an awful week for me, personally, <laughs> professionally. It's been awful from last Saturday. It just hasn't gotten better, and um, this hasn't helped. So, thank you. Awesome. Yeah. I'm glad we could bring that to the table. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm real, real happy in my misery, too. Um, I'm hungry. Let's get a taco. <laughs> Stick with us up, Chuckers. We're coming at you soon. Thanks for listening, as always. Later, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Upchuck Theater Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Or go right to our home at upchucktheater.podbean.com slash feed and subscribe. Or upchucktheater.com. Until next time, keep the Ipecac handy and the movie viewing nonsense to a minimum. <laughs>